0: This is Friday, February 18th. I read not long ago about a master potter in Japan, one known across the country and the world for some of the most beautiful works of art. This potter has an apprenticeship program for students that takes three years to complete. And only after the training can the student use the insignia of the master potter on their pots and also train others in the master's unique approach to pottery. Now, not too long ago, an American potter desired to learn from this master. She went to Japan, but from the beginning, she could not believe it could take so long. Really? Could it take three years to learn to throw pots like the master? After beginning, she told the master she had only three months available to learn. But the master would not change the training schedule for her. For the first three months, the students are sent into the fields to work in the mud to learn about the clay that is used for these extraordinary pots. Now, I love this story on one level. First, it takes a long time to learn the ways of the master. Our scripture for today is one simple verse. Whoever claims to live in him, that's Jesus, must walk as Jesus did. That's 1 John chapter 2, verse 6. Now, as we learned on Monday, the destination for our spiritual life is fullness in Christ. And this isn't an abstract idea. This means coming to resemble our Master, to learn to live as our Master Jesus lived. Of course, in our text, walking is a metaphor for living, we are, come to come, we are to come to do all things like Jesus. As we have seen, we are to become little Christ's, Christians. So how can this happen? Well, first, there's no way more simple way to put it than this. We spend time with Jesus. We learn him. I love what was said about the apostles of Jesus after Jesus ascended into heaven after he left them to carry out the gospel mission. A miracle took place at the temple, and Peter and John were there. Peter preached the gospel and told the people gathered about Jesus. And soon they were arrested and brought before the religious authorities and questioned by them. What right did these men have to do this? Who gave them the authority to preach? Peter was all too willing to explain to the religious leaders. Peter actually preached to them, and it was a shocking moment. Here was Peter, a simple fisherman from Galilee, standing before Israel's teachers, telling them a thing or two about the Messiah Jesus and God's plan to bring salvation. The message ended with what almost reads like an altar call. It was amazing. How did this happen? Here is what happened next. This is what we're told. Now, when they, that's the religious leaders, saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated common men, they were astonished and they recognized that they had been with Jesus. That's Acts 4.13. Yes, that was their conclusion. When they tried to understand the passion of these men and the gifts of these men, the boldness of Peter and John, there was only one explanation. They'd been spending time with Jesus. They had been transformed in the presence of Jesus. And this, at its heart, is what discipleship is. The word disciple comes from the Greek word where we have gotten our word English word mathematics. At the root, the term means student. But here it is used to speak of one that comes to live like their master by being with him. As Jesus said to his disciples, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. Matthew eleven twenty nine. 29. And we're going to look more at this text next week. But the metaphor of, of a, the yoke carries a lot of freight. A yoke was used to harness the power and strength of two or more animals to complete one task. And this is important because when harnessed together, abilities are not added together, they are multiplied. One horse can pull a ton, two horses teamed together can pull 10 tons. The yoke was also used so that an older experienced animal could trade a younger one. Working together while yoked made teaching easy for the young one, because the work and direction was coming from the veteran. Now, in our text, this is what Jesus is calling us to do with him. He asks us to share the yoke, his yoke of training. He is inviting us to learn him, to learn from him. This is no abstract idea. We can learn from Jesus and be yoked to him. He will teach us how to live our lives as we live our lives with him. And this is essentially what discipleship is meant to be. In the process, we do not lose ourselves. Peter was still Peter. John was still John. Their personalities and temperaments were not changed. But they learned Jesus. They learned life according to Jesus. And this is the way Paul comes to speak of our new life in his letter to the Romans. Here's how he puts it. May the God of endurance and encouragement grant you to live in such harmony with one another in accord with Jesus. That's Romans 5.15. Yes, we come to live a life according to Jesus, in oneness with Jesus, just as we learn to walk with him as we share in the yoke of Jesus. Now that takes me back to the master potter and the student. By only staying for 3 months the apprentice never had the privilege of working side by side with the master you see she wanted the gifts of the master and to be able to put the sign of the master on her pots but she did not take the time to learn the ways of the master you see for us we are to spend a lifetime walking with our master Jesus yoke to him learning life from him in the community of the other disciples that are on the journey with Jesus as well. Would you pray with me? Our gracious Heavenly Father, thank you for giving us all things that we need in Christ. Thank you for your patience, your faithfulness, and your plan to conform us to his image. There are days when we wonder if we will ever get there, but you tell us that we can be confident that what you have begun in us, you will bring to completion in him. In the name of Jesus, we pray with joy. Amen.